Good evening, everyone. This is Neil with the Dashley Gentleman, welcoming you to the Dashley Gentleman podcast. And with me, I have Jeremiah. Frank's been kidnapped. But, say hi, Jeremiah. Hi. I also would like to point out I have nothing to do with the kidnapping. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back. He's, you know, he'll be found soon. So, Hopefully. how's it going, Jer? Uh, it's it's going great. It's going fantastic. What's going on in your life? Um, not a whole lot, really. I mean, just kind of doing work and enjoying the seasons. Fall is here. It's raining like crazy right now. It's it's great. It's great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Tomorrow night, going to the Corn and Breaking Benjamin concert with my bro. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll yeah, be fun. that'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. An interesting fact, the uh, drummer for Corn actually is my aunt's next-door neighbor. He's a nice guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we're going to talk tonight about World War III. Yes. Hasn't happened yet, but... <laughs> it's gonna, I hope, maybe. No, why would you hope for that? Dude, have you ever played Fallout? It's great. No, it's not. <laughs> if you survive the initial blast, I mean, you're good, dude. No, it's not. There's freaking <laughs> super mutants and what was the the, the death claws? Rocket launcher. Two words, dude. You can do that now without nuclear apocalypse. I mean, you don't have to have the nuclear apocalypse happen for you to make a. Uh, spring-loaded gun that fires forks i mean and teddy yeah, bears it's generally frowned upon in you know our society now to run up to random strangers and shoot them in the face with a fork look it doesn't matter those people are judgmental and they just need to chill just don't shoot them or do either or yeah i don't care so what happened recently with uh putin well, he put out basically a mass... I don't know if it was an email. I actually didn't see what the communication was, but it was some sort of a communication to all of his top advisors, like uh, public officials, I guess senators would be... But they I don't know what they have over there. Politicians. Yeah, their, poli- their head politicians all basically got a notice from Putin saying, hey you should probably bring back your family and your loved ones all to the motherland. All of them. And that's that's not good. That's, that's no bueno. That's step one. Step two is start World War Three. Or maybe he's afraid World War Three is about to start. I mean, maybe he's not going to be the one starting it. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I was actually reading that a lot of, a lot of it comes to do, or is in part of that we are actually stepping up our missile defense system and it's Russia and China that are actually worried about us having basically an unfair advantage in the world as far as, you know, being able to stop a missile attack, which I mean, if, if you think about it, it doesn't really matter if we stop a whole bunch of nukes going all over the place. Cause we're all toast at that point. Anyway. Well, eventually, I mean, from the radiation, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, instead of it just being an instant painless death where we all just evaporate, we just die slowly over time, thanks to radiation. Yay! 
High five to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Who do you think would be the instigator for World War Three? Us. Really? Real- realistically, I think us. And the reason that I'm saying this is, from what I understand, Putin is pretty pissed at some of the stuff that Hillary was saying about basically accusing them of hacking the, um, what was it? The, it was their, their big, um, God, what was it? The Democratic Party they have, that they have, where the, they get like all of them together, the... Uh, DNC. Yeah, the DNC, because they were there were all those emails that got hacked, and Hillary has gone on multiple times during all of her debates, basically saying it was definitely Russia. wasn't Wasn't that Be- proven though? I mean, like no, what? it wasn't. It wasn't actually proven. It's they believe that it was them, but okay. it hasn't been actually proven. And Putin's like, no, we didn't do that, and it kind of pisses us off that you're saying that. And, uh, yeah, so the whole world is watching us due to our terrible, terrible choices for president right now. And um, I think if anything is going to start World War Three, it's going to be us. Okay, fair enough. I can yeah. see that. I mean... Who would, who's your money on? North Korea. <laughs> North Korea? Yeah. Dude... I don't have any money on North Korea because they can't even get a fucking missile in the air. Like, I mean, okay, so they have nuclear capabilities. They just don't have the ability to get it to their target. They I have mean, nuclear, like, like they have nuclear capabilities in the fact that they could blow themselves up, which or their neighbors. Might, yeah, I mean, but i i don't even see them being able to get it to like their neighbors like i i just i don't know i don't see north korea as being a threat which is probably a dumb thing but they just they don't seem too bright (laughs) well i mean that's that's kind of what happens when you isolate yourself from the rest of the world you you don't get to partake in the you know intelligence that everybody else develops so you have to freaking figure it out on your own I think personally they're going to figure it out eventually. I mean it it did help it was a help for everybody else that you know we shared information or they at least got to see and dismantle and you know um reverse engineer shit that they found during the war or whatever and make their own stuff. Um you know we found some great shit from the Germans and the Germans found some great shit from us. Um so they don't get that advantage? They don't have any advantage. If There was a thing recently where they actually were, they had a brief opening in their uh, internet security that people were able to access it and see what they have access to. They have 25 websites. Well, yeah. That's, they're, that's, that's so bad. That's pretty laughable, but, I mean, there's a reason for that. It's because they don't want their citizens to be informed. Yeah, if, that's very true. Because if they had their citizens informed there would very quickly be a revolution. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if you let your citizens see the rest of the world and see how great it is to be anywhere but where you're at, people are going to get pissed. And they're going to fight you. (laughs) (laughs) 
But the good news is, I mean, at least for them, is that their citizens probably don't have any sort of guns or anything. So, I mean... Sticks and stones, man. <laughs> Does nothing against rifles and riot gear, dude. <laughs> I do like that one quote, though. I did read it earlier today, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. The whole <laughs> World War Three will be fought with nuclear weapons, and World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, that is really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're already there. We need our safe space and everything, you know? Yeah. You can't hug your children with nuclear arms. So, do you do you really think that World War Three will be fought with nuclear weapons? Do you think we're just gonna decide to throw all the precaution to the wind and say, "Screw it, screw putting our ground troops there, screw sending our planes, let's just nuke the motherfuckers"? You know it's gonna happen right back to you, though. I think that's I think that right there is the biggest deterrent to any sort of nuclear attack anywhere is that one person shoots off a nuke and then you're going to have 13 other countries shooting off nukes which will cause 13 other countries to shoot off nukes and that's how you know we just stop existing that's I I don't the way that I would see it is it would be more of something like I know with like the whole Iran deal and stuff where people think that they may have like nuclear capabilities because of everything that's being smuggled in and all these deals and stuff that are kind of going on that we don't really know much about. Um, I think that if we're going to see a nuclear attack, it'll be something where it'll be shady as shit. It'll be a truck driving into the middle of some town and somebody pushing a button in it and we're not going to know where it came from and then the nukes will start flying because then everyone's going to be pissed at everyone else and I, I just yeah why do you think that hasn't happened yet especially with uh, terrorists and whatnot I mean they're the terrorist uh, tactics now are obviously the same as that they don't telegraph their movements they I mean they they plan and they uh, try and you know hit hit the uh, most heavily populated areas um, with some sort of bomb but do you think it's because they haven't gotten their hands on the technology yet or do you think it's because maybe they i don't know what what do you think i'm gonna go with their i mean it's probably that they just haven't gotten their hands on the technology really i mean if you want to cause mass destruction i mean what better way to do that than with you know an atom bomb but at the same time, I kind of feel like they might be smart enough to know that it'll cause so much damage. And I mean, if they do really want to take over everything, why would you basically wipe out a huge area that will be uninhabitable for hundreds of thousands of years or you know, however long the half-life is on it? Right. So I feel like that could possibly be a deterrent as well, but it's kind of it's kind of in the air. <laughs> okay. At least that's what I think. I mean, I don't, I don't have any solid. No, nah, I mean evidence, I, but obviously it's I, an opinion. I feel like if they get their hands on it and we poke that beehive just enough, I don't think that there'd be anything that would really stop it from happening. Well, I don't know. I mean, the way I, I see nuclear technology. I mean, you know, Einstein developed that shit way back when. 
and we've been really good about keeping the secret till now. I mean, obviously we're not the only ones with nukes. Uh, we've got like what thirty other countries that are armed with nuclear weapons. At Easy. least that we know of. There could be other ones that have them. We just aren't aware of it, or yeah. And it's like Colonel Sanders, you know, holding, <laughs> hanging on to that original recipe. <laughs> but only sharing it with a few friends, like I don't know. It's, it's secret spices, dude. It's scary, scary to think of, but it's silly to think that it hasn't fallen into those hands yet. I mean, if if we could have developed, or if we had a, a scientist to develop that kind of technology, I don't know what eighty years ago now, sixty, seventy yeah, years that, ago. That's like seventy. They should have caught on by now. I mean, so even if even if they don't acquire that technology from somebody else, I'm sure they have scientists working on it. I can I would I would be willing to bet money if you look in the right places on the internet, you could probably find something that would that you could piece together for something like that. I mean, you can't. There's nothing that you can't find on the internet. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, please don't. <laughs> so okay world war 3 happens shit's going crazy what do you think the world's going to look like post apocalyptic I can really only hope that it's close to fallout 3 <laughs> I mean I feel like once it happens if anybody survives that is that it will be complete and utter chaos for a very long period of time before we would even see any sort of reformation of society. And at that point in time, I would hope that enough people who have played Fallout survived and that bottle caps do become the next form of currency. And I say that because I actually have... That three or four mason jars about yay is big, completely full of bottle caps. Oh, man, you'd be living like a king. Dude, I would be <laughs> in ten penny towers, dude. <laughs> For those of you ha that have not played Fallout 3 or any of the Fallout series, it is an awesome game, and I highly recommend it. You can probably grab it for five bucks on Steam if uh, you've, you know, hit the winter sale or a summer sale. But... I mean, it's post-apocalyptic. Basically, in that story, World War III happened. Nuclear and bombs went off, and basically, your life is surviving the nuclear wastelands. I mean, you go you go to sleep in a vault, and you wake up in a vault. Well, I guess it depends on which one you're playing. But if you're playing Fallout Three, you were born in a vault. You're born in a vault. This is way after the apocalypse actually happens. We're talking like what, 100 to 200 years later. I don't, I don't even think it's that long. Something I like think that. I think five is like a hundred years after the bombs drop, but I think three is like thirty years or something. And you mean four? Or four, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you, you know, grow up in the vault. You become, you know, eighteen years old, and then eventually you break out of the vault. You're the first one to break out of that specific vault because everybody else thinks there's nothing but radiation out there and instant death but you go out there and find out it's not so bad but it's still pretty bad it's still 
pretty bad. Civilization is basically in shambles. Um, it's kind of starting to like pick back up, but at the same time, you have the people that I think would be probably the ones that you'd see the most. The guys going around raiding all these other settlements and not good people man yeah there's it's basically people trying to create law and and civilization trying to start things back to the way it used to be and then you got a lot of other people that you know survival of the fittest those are the raiders yeah they enjoy how it is and i honestly feel that the world would be a lot like that like i really really do i really do too i mean you look at okay look at any movie or show right now that features some sort of post-apocalyptic scenario. I don't care if it's science fiction. Look at The Walking Dead, for example. It's basically like that. I mean, survival of the fittest. Who can you trust? Zombies are just kind of there. <laughs> but but as far as uh, civilization and how people interact with each other, you're more afraid of another people. person. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like in a situation like that, your environment isn't quite as scary as another person and and i mean i have i've actually had this discussion with my wife before like if the shit hits the fan like a go-to plan and like what to do and i'm like did i have no problem shooting someone if they got a can of beans and i'm starving man i won't think twice about it i don't know i mean you don't know until you're in that situation you see yourself you know <laughs> brutalizing somebody Maybe they, maybe it's a you know seven year old girl, has a can of beans and you're starving. You gonna kill a seven year old girl? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's don't, it's her or me, man. <laughs> that's pretty messed up. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, you don't know how you're gonna be in that situation for one or for two. You don't know how what you're gonna do when you're literally starving to death, like. Yeah, you don't know what you're capable of. <laughs> I, I I talk all this tough this tough game, but I'd probably I'd probably walk walk away, you know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So do you think you'd be a raider, or do you think you'd be a settler? I would probably be a raider. Yeah. Yeah, that or I'd be a hermit. I would probably go find somewhere that I could be as far away from everyone as possible. And if someone so happens to come through where I am, I'll just take all their supplies. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's totally simple. I mean, not. what if they have, like, you know, seven of them? What if they're well-trained? <laughs> then you're kind of screwed. Hide, I'll just hide in my cave till they leave. <laughs> you're going to be like a trapdoor spider. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> a hobo spider. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, I I don't want it to happen cuz I mean I like nice things like like double ply toilet paper and you know having food. Yeah. I mean that's kind of nice. Having a job's kind of kind of sucks, but you know, the rest is kind of nice. Yeah, I mean I think we take it for granted. I mean yeah. I know I certainly do. I mean, I I don't know. I think, I think I'd be uh, one of the first ten percent to go if you know I survive the uh, nuclear apocalypse because I'm way out of shape for one. <laughs> I'm sure I'd get into shape eventually if I was. Get sick real quick. Yeah, if I if I had the opportunity, 
<laughs> you wouldn't have what? a choice. I might not have the opportunity, which then I I just be dead. I mean, if if you don't give me a solid couple months to you know catch up <laughs> uh, physical fitness wise, then I'm fucked. <laughs> I feel like an apocalypse hits, dude. You got that treadmill on 15, and you just got to go. Like, <laughs> there ain't no stopping. Have you ever seen the movie The Road? Or read the book, which you probably didn't, because I didn't read it either. Cause... I didn't read the book. I, I heard the movie was good. I saw I saw a bit of it. Isn't that the guy? The one where the guy's got, like, the kid with him? Yep, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, have, I have seen it. It's been a while, but I have seen it. Yeah, um, that movie is super depressing. It's dark. Like I, the thing I remember the most about the movie, and I probably do the same exact thing. Dude's looking out the window and he sees the bombs going off. First thing he does is he runs over to the uh, bathtub and starts filling it up. That's genius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do what you gotta do, dude. Yeah, I mean, drink bathtub water until you you can't anymore. I don't know. I mean, that that's kind of a question for me as well. Do I want to survive? <laughs> I kind of think I might prefer just I, getting blown up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you aren't initially dead, like, if you're not hit directly with the bomb and you don't die immediately, I feel like at that point, what else are you going to do? Just, you know... You could, you could take the easy way out and just or, I mean, you have fun with it. Have <laughs> fun with it, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You could, you could make a rocket launcher. <laughs> you have that to look forward to. I don't know, man. Okay, so it's it's your natural instinct to to survive. It's you, you thrive on survival, obviously. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I think... Quality of life will definitely go down the shitter, even if you do live. And even if you do... Okay, best case scenario. You join a civilization after it's been reorganized. You got good protection. But technology's down the shitter. There's no internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd probably shoot myself. Um, no more Hearthstone? There may or may not be a skilled doctor nearby. And even if he is nearby, probably doesn't have the tools he needs to fix everything. Medication is gone for the most part. You got to go scavenging for that shit. So I don't think I want to live in that world. <laughs> like, just don't get sick, dude. That's all you got to do. Like if you um, if you watch The Walking Dead, I think it was season one. <laughs> There's that part where they get to the uh, the CDC. <laughs> And the scientist there is just like, yeah, I can't find a cure. Um, I'm about ready to blow this place up because <laughs> I don't even care anymore. And then two of, the, two of the people in the party, they were just like, yeah, you know what? I'll join you. <laughs> it's like, fuck this Oof. life. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I, I feel, I honestly feel that a lot of people would do that. I feel like that would be... Like, I feel like if World War Three were to happen, the way that it would work would be, like, bombs or whatever it is, followed shortly after by everyone who doesn't want to live anymore doing their thing, and then 
We either make it or we don't from that point forward. That's depressing. <laughs> it really is. And you know Thanks. what? Thanks, Neil. <laughs> and you know what? Is that like we've we've been this fearful of it since the fucking Cold War. I mean, it's not. It hasn't been so bad. I mean, everybody's kind of like gone on the same page where it's like, look, we're not gonna do it if you don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's 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 very it's like a it's it's like that bro handshake, you know, like. Hey man, I'm not gonna stab you as long as you don't stab me. We both have fucking knives in the other hand. Just don't do it. <laughs> there's no reason. I mean, there's no reason. But like, <laughs> you see how America fights most of its battles and fights in most wars now. It's ground troops. It's guerrilla warfare. Yeah. I mean, that's they're doing their very best to. Not even think about using nuclear weapons. I feel like a lot, most of the world is at that point. But I feel like we're now getting to the point where we're starting to see other countries that don't have the same code of ethics, I guess, would be the best way to word that. Yeah, we're talking extremists at that point. Yeah. We're talking North Korea. We're talking, you know, terrorists in general. They yeah. don't. They don't care about... You know what happens in the long term they just want people to suffer they want people to die or you know convert it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, the chronicles of riddick i'm leaving <laughs> maybe come back <laughs> no i mean it's convert or die i mean that's that's what it is it's it's basically for the that's assimilate <laughs> it's close enough um, well, yeah, I mean, it's basically, we're going to assimilate you, or we're going to kill you, and then assimilate you. Either way. Unfortunately, that's not, well, I don't even know if that's unfortunately. That, <laughs> that's not how it is right now. It's like, hey, you, you don't believe in what I believe in, I'm gonna blow you up. But, I mean, that's been around forever. I mean, you know, war in the name of religion. But... That is where war stems from, I feel like. For the most part. But nukes were never involved. It was just... I mean, any holy war you can think of, it's at the most been with a automatic rifle. <laughs> you know what? Bring back swords. Bring back the crusades. Let's do it, guys. Let's, let's not. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm full. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's people out there that won't think twice about using them if they had them. I feel like that's really the bottom line is they, they're missing some vital element. I feel like they're working on it, but not working well enough, thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have what? What if uh, this is gonna go a little bit off the rails here? But what if aliens came? Independence Day. I, f I you know what? I mean, if we're talking Independence Day shit, we're screwed. 
I feel like that if there is intelligent life out there, there's a reason it hasn't found us yet. And uh, we, I guarantee you that it would show up and we'd be the first to attack and there wouldn't be any more of us. <laughs> It'd be pretty simple. Well, yeah, I mean, there's... I can't remember what the name of the theory is. Um, but there's there's a theory that covers the three possibilities of um, extraterrestrial life. Either A, they haven't found us yet, despite our... And this is nothing to do with World War Three at this point, but I don't even care. <laughs> um, they haven't found us yet, despite our many broadcasted signals and probes we've sent out. I mean... Space is huge. It's infinite. I mean, <laughs> there's a very large margin for error in terms of... An infinitely know. large. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the odds of being found, I mean, I get it. Get it. There's there's way more uninhabitable planets out there than there are inhabitable planet, or ha- habitable planets. So, yeah, I got it. So they haven't found us yet. Scenario number two is... They found us, but they can't get to us. Just like we can't get to them. Scenario number three is they found us, but they don't want to get to us. They've seen us, and uh, they said, fuck that. <laughs> there, I actually just recently, I mean, because I, I definitely have so much work to do at my job, I actually have been listening to Stefan on that and actually watched something. Um, it was Stephen Hawking's basically said um, that more than likely that there there are other intelligent, there's definitely, you know, with the infinite number of possible universes, things like that, there's the chances of us being the only ones out there is some to none, really. And if there is other intelligent life out there, it's best that they haven't found us because more than likely there's probably other life out there that's way smarter than we are. Right. And if they find us, most likely it's going to be they're coming here just to take our resources. Because he was basically saying that most... um, extraterrestrial like space traveling beings are traveling for a reason it's not generally just for exploration it's to find some sort of a resource or something and i mean yeah i get there's so many different things like it was interesting like i mean they could have some sort of strange diseases or you know anything that they could bring just coming to our planet's atmosphere that could wipe us out instantly. I mean, it may not need, they, I mean, and if they can get to us in some sort of a ship, I would hate to see what their weapons look like. Sure, I mean... I mean, if they had them. The, the possibilities are endless. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'd, I'd take it back to... Um, I know it wasn't that great of a game, but you ever played Spore... Something good at like the very beginning, man. <laughs> Spore is um is a game based on evolution. Uh, it starts off you're in the cellular stage, and you're literally just 
pointing and clicking and eating things. Trying not to get cells. trying not to get eaten by bigger things than you. And then you turn into a land walking creature and then you create a tribe, then you create a civilization, and then you fly out to space. And then and it go, gets boring. Hey, it does get boring. But <laughs> you go to other planets and those other planets, if it were a multiplayer game, this would be kinda cool. Uh, those other planets could be in any one of those stages, tribal, civilization, you know, space race, that sort of thing. So the fact that you were able to survive all the way to the space race and you're going from planet to planet and you have a gun that can literally blow up a planet at any given time. Um, and they're throwing spears at your spaceship. <laughs> I mean, spears and rocks at your, at your fucking futuristic <laughs> planet killer. And you basically have the choice to end it or not. So, I mean, that kind of puts things into perspective for me where, where, what if, what if we're the ones that are so far advanced and everybody else is in the tribal state or what if we're, we are the tribal state, we are the tribal state in comparison to them and they're the ones with the planet killers. I mean, we would have seen something by now. We're looking in every direction for what, at least a hundred light years. I mean, yeah. And I feel like if if there is something out there, they don't want to find us. They want nothing to do with us. I mean, we've done as as people. I can say that we have done some pretty messed up stuff. And I mean, I guarantee you, if there's somebody out there who's found us, they know about all of that stuff, and uh, they probably want nothing to do with us. That or they're just sitting out there, just bucket of popcorn, waiting know. for it, waiting for the bombs to drop. Personally, I think they have nothing to gain, or else yeah. they would have come by now. I yeah, mean, we, we might we're not have... going to share wisdom with them or anything. I mean, honestly. Yeah, if if they if they have the ability to travel through light speed, we have nothing to offer them that they don't already have. And if it's just raw resources, we've already fucked that up. <laughs> I mean, we've consumed most of this planet, so I don't think we're valuable. We do have Wu Tang Clan. And that ain't nothing to fuck with. See? We got something. <laughs> it, I can see up. it. I can see it now the aliens land and we're just like... <laughs> I, I can't see that at all, actually. <laughs> Sounds retarded. <laughs> Get an imagination, Neil. Alright? Yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Alright, folks. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you like what you heard. If you did, please like, rate, comment, subscribe. There's little buttons down here, too. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Donate on Patreon. Give me money. And Instagram. Instagram, too. Oh, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram. Jared puts all of his artwork on there. And he's a pretty good artist. It's, It's pretty good. He does all of our art. I mean, look at the corners. They're, those are pretty good. He did those too. So, uh, yeah. We'll have a new podcast out pretty soon. But until next time, see you later. See ya!